0: Welcome to the Impact Challenge Podcast. I am your host, Tim Holloway, and the founder of the Impact Network, the Impact Challenge, and the author of How to Live in Honesty Book, found at DoTheImpactChallenge.com. What's up, Impact Challenge? Happy Tuesday. Glad to be back at you again. So, we are talking about self-worth. So what I promised you was this, is that we are going to identify the key ingredient that makes for powerful leadership. But even more than that, because we're moving on from the leadership idea, it creates a awesome, awesome life. You want to live with confidence and authority, you want to do something great, Everything comes down to our self-worth. You see, having a sense of self-worth means that you value yourself. You think that you are valuable. You have a high estimation, a high regard, a high respect for yourself. And a sense of value means that you are worthy. You are worthy. There's nothing that attacks our identity or our sense of self, or our sense of success as the feeling of being worthy or not. And everything in our life flows out of this concept and this idea. Show me a person who's self-sabotaging, destroying their life and is consumed by addiction and all these things that cause us to be half the people half our true selves right and underneath that you will find a sense of shame and a overall sense of not being worthy and that comes down to not feeling adequate and basically not feeling like you are enough Not feeling like you are enough. One of our key sicknesses as humanity, you call it, is not enough. And it doesn't matter what it is. We are convinced that we are not enough. When it comes to the house that we have or the car that we drive, the money that we make, we all scream... It's not enough. We look at our talents, our resources, and our skills, and we scream, it's not enough. And we have these belief systems that are tied to this not enough. Until we begin to smash those belief systems, we will continue to operate in a way, in a fashion that is not enough, unworthy and shame based so the three principles of worth are this you value yourself and that is you have a high estimation of yourself now many people think that this will lead to some sort of cockiness and pride see I'm not talking about that I'm talking about having a high regard for your talents, your abilities, and your resources. And basically for who you are as a person that you value yourself correctly. You see, there's nothing that destroys our sense of business, right? And our sense of leadership as not having a high value. We will take our services and we will discount them to the bottom line. And we'll get in bidding wars on who could be the cheapest, right? And what we do is we begin to devalue ourselves and begin to lower our estimation of our own services, of our own product, because the self-worth principle is not intact. The second part of value is worthy. Are you worthy of good things? Once we begin to settle this belief system, I am worthy. Then the shackles of self sabotage begin to fall off because I believe at the core that I am worthy of good things. I am worthy of my impact. I am worthy of an awesome connection with my spouse. I am worthy of a healthy body. I am worthy of a powerful business and a bank account that has money in it. I am worthy of a powerful spiritual life and connection with God. You see, when it comes to spirituality, I'm going to touch there. I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. That we have this concept of God of not being worthy. And that is that we are worms and we are scum of the earth And that we should grovel at his presence and that we are nobody and nothing and he is everything. And this lowly sinner complex has got us no results. It keeps us begging at the feet of our God to do something for us. And we sit in our stupor, we sit in this waiting fashion, waiting for him to do something. Not understanding that it is, it's already been done, it's already happened. We take up our authority and we walk in that power, is how we get the results. But He is not going to do nothing for us if we decide to sit idly by and do nothing. But most of all, what has already been done is a sense of worthiness a sense of worthiness that He says, You are my Son in whom I am well pleased. Now, until we get a glimpse of the divine in that fashion and understand that we are the offspring that come from him, this gives us a sense of identity and a sense of worthiness. But if we're holding on to religion that says that you're worthless, useless, piece of scum, and that God is everything and you are nothing... We won't act and behave in a worthy fashion. So at the core of our our worthiness is this is that I am good. I am good. You look at a unsuccessful life, a frustrating life, and you'll find at the core a belief system that says, I am bad. I am bad. And therefore, I am worthy and deserving of all these bad things to happen in my life because I'm only getting what I deserve. And so it would behoove us then to begin to change our belief system, change our mindsets, change what actually we think that we deserve. So we can begin to get positive results in our life, because if we're bad And we're deserving of terrible things. You can guarantee that those those terrible things are coming our way because we attract those things by what we believe to be true. Mm. So settle it right now that your value is astronomical. We'll probably go there in a minute and settle right now that you are worthy and deserving of good things. Most of all, you are worthy and deserving of impact. That is your inner being, your money, your body, your authority, your connection, and your time. That you are worthy of building a powerful impact. And not only that, that you can have passion and pursue that as your purpose in life you see the spiritual gurus try to tell us that the only thing that is important is our spiritual life therefore we can go up to a secluded place and become a monk or a mountain or whatever it is and seclude ourselves from all these other things forget your kids forget your wife forget your authority your body doesn't matter in fact don't eat for weeks, you know, because that's what God wants. And business and money, that's secular. That's worldly, right? And so what they pose to do is to say that one matters above the other and that you pursue this at the expense of everything else. And boy, we're doing a good job at that. I don't know how many people are, are, are pursuing their spiritual life at the detriment of their family and of their body every single time the doors are open at their organization they're there at your service at your service and they're not concerned about building their bank account having a healthy body and having a powerful marriage and building awesome children so settle it you are worthy of impact so the other day I was watching uh something on I think it was Goldcast or or something like that. But this man took this twenty dollar bill. And of course he 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 shows the twenty dollar bill, he asks the crowd, you know, who wants this twenty dollar bill, right? And everybody's like, Hey, I want twenty dollars, shoot it, right? Because we we understand the estimated value of the twenty dollar bill. The twenty dollar bill has a certain value to it and then he he begins to crumble up the twenty dollar bill he goes you know who wants the twenty dollar bill now oh the same people right the same people want the twenty dollar bill because they know the estimated value they know what it's worth it doesn't matter if it's all crumpled up it's still worth 20 and so he throws his twenty dollars and he stomps on it throws it on the floor just begins to stomp all over it asks the crowd who wants the $20 bill now everybody still wants it so he takes this $20 and he rips it right in half so who wants the $20 now and everybody still wants it and the goal of the object lesson is this. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter if you're crumpled up and tattered. It doesn't matter if you've been thrown on the floor and stomped on and kicked on the bottom of somebody's shoe. It doesn't matter If you feel like you've been ripped in half, that your value remains the same and people still want you. And so we got to let this drive home that it doesn't matter what I've done in the past. It doesn't matter what I've done per se last week. That my value is not based upon my performance. That there's an inherent value on whether I perform well or not. Now, this might affect your life. This might affect your impact. If you don't do certain activities, if you don't do things that are required to be successful, then you won't be successful, right? And so there's certain principles that we have to put into play to begin to get what we want. We have to do what is required. But at the end of the day, if we fail, if we falter, our worth remains the same. Now, here's the problem that we face is that we don't believe it. We, we, we adopt this shame-based consciousness of all these things that happened in the past, whether it be adultery, whether it be drugs, whether it be losing a child. We hold on to these things that are, uh, that are rooted in shame And because of our performance, because we didn't have the best behavior, because we deemed ourselves as not good enough at some point, we deem ourselves as not worthy. And so if we're ever going to expect anything good, we're going to have to deal with that first. We're going to have to deal with that first. You know, the crazy thing uh, about our inherent worth is um, scientists believe, now I don't know if this is true, but they believe it, that you were competing with approximately 500 million others during the time of conception. That is that there were 500,000 other little tab holies heading for the prize, and the winner happened be you. And when we put that in perspective, that even life itself for us to even achieve this life and to be here now, for me to be even talking to you right now is a one in 500 million that I was the elite. I was the best of the best. Now imagine this for a second to put this in perspective. You could Whatever your favorite sport is, right? Mine's uh, tennis. And I compete against 500,000 people in tennis and I beat them all. So think about your favorite sport for a minute: golf, soccer, basketball. You compete against 500,000 people and you beat them all. What I'm trying to drive home to you is that you are already elite. You are already a winner. Okay? Just the fact that you're here and you're in existence and you're listening to these words and you have the power of responsibility and choice. That you are already elite. And you're like, ah, man, that's... I'm elite. What are you talking about? Yes, you are elite. And once that idea and that concept begins to sink in, guess what's going to happen? You are going to begin to act like you're elite. Because it always, always starts with identity. It starts with me understanding and fully grasping who I am at the core of my being. I am elite, I am a winner. And all of a sudden, I begin to act like an elite winner. And I begin to have success like an elite winner. I begin to have a marriage like an elite winner. We got to let this sink down. Got to let this sink down. So there was this awesome Facebook post recently. And it really drove home the sense of worth. And it was this: a bar of iron costs five bucks. Five bucks. Little itty bitty bar of iron. Five bucks. But if you make it into a horseshoe, it's 12 bucks. The same $5 lump of iron, if you form or fashion it into a horseshoe, it is worth. Twelve bucks. If you make it into needles for sewing, that one five dollar bar of iron is worth three thousand five hundred bucks. Three thousand five hundred bucks. And lastly, if you make balance springs for watches out of the same five dollar bar of iron. It is worth $300,000. What's the moral of the story? Your value is determined by what you're able to make and create of yourself. But even farther than that is your value is determined by what you believe it to be. And if you say, I am the kind of iron that is going to be used for watch springs... I'm the kind of iron that will be used for watch springs. Then you set and determine your value because you believe it. Now, there's many people that are walking around as a $5 clump of iron, right? Because that's all they believe themselves to be. And so all they are going to produce is what their belief value is. They're walking around, mediocre, not creating a making of themselves, not building impact, just living, just existing, because they believe that they're a $5 clump of iron. What would happen if they begin to see their value, see their potential, see what they can actually produce in this world, and become... watch springs and begin to understand that there might be this lump of iron that is correlated to this body this shell and I am going to create and make something powerful out of that because I believe that I'm a watch spring powerful, powerful thoughts. I will see you again tomorrow. You guys have an awesome day. Peace.